Hello, welcome back to High Rollers, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast in the world of Arois. Run by Dungeon Master Mark Sherlock Humes, with me, Tom, playing Keelak Adkalar, the bard slash cleric. I am Chris Trot. I'm playing Lucius Viren Elowin Elanastio, and I am a high elf sorcerer. Hi, I'm Rhiannon. I'm playing Sentry. I am a guardian paladin. Hi, I'm Katie. I'm playing Ayla, a wild elf barbarian. And I'm Kim. I'm playing Nova who is an Air Ganassi, and she is a Hexblade Warlock. This episode is sponsored by D&D Beyond. We can't live without it, so why should you? Check the links in the description of this episode to make your free account and digitise your campaign. Anyway, onto the episode. The team lick their wounds and leave the Elven Ruins behind. It's time to explore more of the Golden Road. Welcome to Erois, the D&D campaign. A quick recap on what happened last week. The party were exploring an elven ruin called Rose Hall, where they encountered several elven spirits that sapped away their life force. Uh, they, whilst exploring the town, they uncovered a few treasures, but didn't get far before they met Selic Zostro, um, uh, an ex-paladin of Siaska who had now become undead and was trying to protect the place, uh, fearing that mortals would get themselves killed, um, embroiling themselves in the ghostly affairs of the ruin itself. He warned you about Vessel Venna, who is an elven princess who was exiled long ago for experimenting with planar magic. You attempted to rest, more spirits arrived, and the party had a very, very dangerous encounter with these spirits, with Lucius almost dying and Quill not being far off either. Yeah, holy crap. Uh, the party decided it was time to leave and that the the prize, the prizes within the, the hall of the ruin itself were not worth the cost of death. However, as they attempted to leave, the ghost of Princess Veselvena herself appeared, mistook Lucius for her missing prince, um, and uh, Nova <laughs> and Ayla convinced her that they were there to learn and to oh, yeah. study. Uh, the party, fearing what might happen if left uh, in Veselvena's hands, decided to escape. You broke Lucius and the others out by climbing and escaping through the window. Um, and you took a long rest just off the, on, uh, off the road, far from the ruin itself but awoke to a unearthly howling rage mm -hmm. emanating from the ruins themselves. Had we been in the radius, we would have died. Yes. yes. Yeah. If you, you fear that if you had been close enough, the scream could have taken your very soul. But that is not where you are. Instead, you find yourselves at a very cold, very uncomfortable, camp at the side of the road. Most of you don't have proper camping equipment, so you find yourselves God stiff, sore, <laughs> cold, chilled all the way to the bone. Um, there is a light rain, um, and the weather itself um, is uh, unpleasant. It's windy, it's wet, winter is very much here, the sun uh, rises late, um, and you don't have much, you don't have too long of daylight ahead. But you had made plans to follow the Northern Road, also known as the Golden Road, <laughs> to the city of Goldthrone, um, the largest settlement on the continent of Savona, which is where you uh, are, um, which you know, thanks to Arvald Dagus, your kind of dwarven traveling companion, is about seven days or so travel. Um, on foot, it may be <laughs> okay. slightly longer. Um, 
the road itself curls all the way around the Iron Wield, a large ancient forest um, which seems to have some strange elements, wood and creatures that are infused with uh, the iron that is uh, kind of the iron veins that are spread throughout the land. Um, far beyond those, you can see the Auric Peaks, these kind of almost gold, golden mountains. They're kind of, uh, you know, gray brown, but streaked with these rivers of gold, which is more like a, a soil uh, coloration um, that stretches up along the western side of the continent <laughs> uh, where Gold Throne is nestled. Okay. And what time is it? It is morning, early morning. Okay. Bam. Nice. You wake to, yeah, feeling cold, wet. You don't have tents. You've been sleeping out in the rain as best as you can. Um, it's unpleasant. Stay, sleeping more like this will become a, a pretty big hindrance. It will start to sap your strength and start to make you even more miserable. I got a bedroll. Am I good? You have a bedroll. You are better, but without a thing like a tent, without anything to sleep in, you've literally been sleeping out in the rain. You are tougher than most. Um, I'd say that probably uh, out of everybody, I think, Nova, you've got a pretty good constitution as well, don't you? Plus three. And century yours is... Plus two. Plus two, but you're a, you're a guardian, yeah. you're a construct. So I think the three ladies of the team are certainly faring better than Quill and Lucius. <laughs> yeah. Arvel seems more used to it, but Valor is shivering, and you can see that she's oh, not... Oh, no, I forgot about Valor. Um, she doesn't have a cloak. She's literally just kind of got, like, loose clothing. Um, she now has some leather armor, but she doesn't have a cloak. She doesn't have a bedroll. She doesn't have pretty much anything. And so she's just been huddled, um, shivering in, in the wet. Um, so I guess, would I know, as a messenger, would I know how long, uh, how far away Gold Throne is from... Yeah, you've studied. I think, um, it's been a... Give me, um, give me a quick check. Just give me a, um, plus your intelligence. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, six. <laughs> six? I mean, you've studied lots of parts of the world, but I think certainly when you were, where you took your test and things like that, that was another continent, you took that on Voxar. Yeah. So you've travelled a long way. You've read up about Gold Throne and you think, yeah, about a week, maybe longer on foot. Um, depends on how much, how slow you go, how fast you travel. Mm. Um, well, I guess I would have, at, at that point, I would have flown everywhere rather than walked. It's very different as well, yeah. You can um, go as the crow flies, quite literally. Are there crows in this world? There are crows. Cool. I like when these questions come up and we have to go, Mark, are there chinchillas in your world? <laughs> sure. There could be. There could be. Should we assume most woodland animals are... Most woodland animals exist. Uh, generally, there are continent... <gasps> are there uh, sloths? Are there sloths? Not on Savona. So, it's um, quite a tropical... We need to find them immediately. <laughs> are there noodles? New quests. Uh, find the sloth. <laughs> there would probably not really be noodles Never on noodles. Savona. Um, it wouldn't be the kind of dish they make here. Not this planet. I'm out. You know where there was noodles? Solwyn. I don't think that's a fact. I, I would say, no, but you've read up a little bit about the world. I think you're quite intelligent. You're quite studious. Oh, um, <laughs> there is, there's the continent of Zifena, which, uh, yeah, it tends to be a bit stranger. Like, they have different cuisines and things like that. Noodles there. are strange. strange. They're strange. I know strange people eat noodle them. Noodle is a strange dish to people <laughs> of Savona. Uh, it's a strange, strange dish. But then also most of the continents have strange food. Suvona is the most Western medieval out of everything. Um, mm. Most of the thing, most of the food here is wheat and grain, uh, vegetables like Dumplings. earth vegetables, like potatoes, that sort of thing. Very little fruit on Suvona. Um, 
It's not, you know, apples is probably the most common thing, but there's no exotic fruits huh. here. You definitely don't, uh, there's not really... Lucius probably fruits. has them, though, in, maybe in the Sky Cities. Do they have yeah. stuff like that? Sky Cities have very controlled um, ecosystems. So they, because they only have a certain amount of land, they have to grow whatever they can at certain altitudes and things like that. Um, certain cities, Gusthaven, for example, has a big chunk of land that kind of was risen up with the city, which houses a freshwater lake. And because of that, they can grow more unusual things there. They can grow things like grapes with the fertile land. Um, what a law dump. Law dump. Yeah. <laughs> Look, you ask me questions, I'm going to ask. I didn't ask I shit. I just want to know about sloths. <laughs> sloths. I think sloths. Sloths is a good one. Yeah. Where would sloths be? In the sky. <gasps> Sky sloths. They're sloth. from space. space <laughs> they're little uh, aliens. They're on, a, on another plane like, entirely. Quite <laughs> jungle. <laughs> hmm. Zephena is probably the sloths. Sloth astronauts. Zephena and Voxar. Sloth astronauts. Lucius is vacantly thinking about Where would sloth drenched. Yeah. I wonder what kind of animals there are. <laughs> 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 so yeah. Um, Arvel is picking up his gear, packing away his cooking supplies. Arvel, do you know if there's any um, smaller settlements in between? Roofs? And, hmm? Beds? Well, yeah, exactly. Comfort? Oh, yeah, sure. Luxury? Yeah. I mean, uh, I know this road pretty well. Um, I can't if have any questions about what's along the way, I can tell you. Uh, are there any? Yeah, of course, yeah. There's uh, The first one we're going to go past is Ironwick. Okay. Uh, that's a small settlement just on the edge of the Rosewater Lake. Oh, I let's, think we were close to there. Let's go there now. Um, well, that's our next stop. We'll probably stop there. I mean, we don't have to. Y'all bought No, we supplies, stopped there. But it's more that Val is shivering violently, yeah. and I don't want to be responsible for the death of a small Well, child. it's only about a day and a half's travel, so we'll reach it a day by... Day and a half? Yeah, about that. Another night. No. Uh, beyond that, there's Kaylee's Rest. Uh, that's a pretty big settlement here in Savona. So that's the next biggest settlement we'll find until we reach Gold Throne, pretty much. Okay. Um, How far is that one? That's about two days away out of Ironwick, so... Okay, uh, so Ironwick it is. Sure. Do you know... Let's head for that. When we get to there's Ironwick... Plenty of, go on. Uh, well, I mean, for starters, we all need some outside camping equipment. Mm -hmm. And big furs. And, and big furs as well. Um, Very fashionable this time of year. Fashionable big furs. Mm -hmm. Do they have horses, wagons, anything like that? It's not a huge town. Uh, so Ironwick it was kind of set up a few, you know, maybe a few decades ago. Um, and they, they thought it would be a profitable town, but the iron in the land ran dry pretty quick. Ah. So it's mainly reliant on the lake itself. So it's not a huge town, but they should have a few horses. Not, probably not one for every single one of us, but maybe enough that we could uh, probably get a wagon, hitch a couple of horses to that, and then that way at least we have something to cover our heads and uh, take, take the energy out of the Do you think they'll have away. some designer tailors there? Things like no, that? nope. No? Uh, the, best, the, whole, the best you've got, Lucius, is Kaylee's Rest. That'll be the biggest settlement outside of Gold Throne here in Savannah. What do you that? need exactly? Well, I'm thinking curious. this time of year, obviously I need to factor in the colors of my eyes. We can't have clashing colors. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking like white furs. That's going to get dirty golden. real quick out here. You might get a few gray wolf uh, skins. Gray wolf, that sounds, oh, that sounds savage. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yes, I kind of want the lowland look. Cowhide? Well, <clears throat> what? You mean leather. Well. Yeah, but I mean, 
just wanted to throw the word cow in there. <laughs> I got what you were going for. I know. Well, <laughs> there's right. plenty of strange stuff along the way as well. I mean, I know, I don't know if y'all want to just go straight to Gold Throne, but you all seem pretty keen on that dwelling den. Uh, there's a few places like that along the way. There is. There's an old, uh, there's an old observatory. Used to be a temple to Siaska called Ooh. the Star Mirror. Uh, that's uh, Mirrors, you follow the man. river away from Ironwick. Um, there's also the the Shrine of the Sun Pool. It's a big temple to Palador. That's up near Gold Throne. Uh, let's see. As long as it's not a mirror that takes you to another plane of existence, like whatever she was doing. An observatory, so. though. Was yeah. that? It was what well, it was used as a. It's kind of a mixture of a temple and observatory. Well, when we get to Ironwick, there's a small river called the Silverthorn that runs into the Rosewater Lake. You just follow that to the west up to the mountains. It is a bit of a trek out of our way, though. That's the only thing. It's about four days trek out the way. That's a lot of trek out the way. Yeah. What were they called again, sorry? The, the two places? places? Two places, yeah. Uh, the Star Mirror and Shrine of the Sun Pool. Do you think you could learn some interesting things there? Well, you know, Probably. it's said, it's you. Why am I asking you? You can learn interesting things everywhere, Ayla. Well, the I'm learning goes. interesting things now. No. Okay. <laughs> no, no, please, I will carry on. I was going to say, the story goes, that at the Star Mirror, there's a seeress, a prophetess, that can uh, tell you answers to things that you need to know. Oh. Ooh. Interesting. Like where the local fashion is. Uh, yes. yes. Or where Solvan is. Or why Quill has no wing anymore. I guess yeah, all very important questions. And oh, that too, yeah. Um, I mean... So I don't on. understand this whole fashion current, like, it was a very A lot of people sudden... don't get fashion, honestly, but it's a very... You have to get into it to really get it. But you really want the lowland look, yeah? Yes, yes, to okay. take back with me, obviously. I'm going to look so unique. Okay, because you've got gems all over your outfit, and that's literally yes, yes. the opposite. It's kind of going out of fashion, but it's my thing, so... It's going out of fashion, so when you're done with it, can I have it? Yes, I suppose, yeah. Thank you, that's a lot of money. I mean, some, the gems are just falling off them at this point. I, I kind of use but it I for colour, but uh, so there will be colour in my new... We can sell them. Ah. Uh, so, while you're having this very interesting discussion, uh, <laughs> yeah, you're just... The, can we, the rain can we is just... descending down around. Uh, it's Pitting <laughs> around. Pitting <laughs> Like, Sentry, you look over and see Vala just kind of like holding herself as best she can and just uh, and like she just wipes her nose and you can see she's like shivering a little as they're having this conversation. Can I give her my cloak and just wrap yeah, her up like a, like a little bundle? Yeah, you just like, like a little wrap her around. She's a little And yeah. she just kind of like nods her thanks. Oh. Thanks, Sentry. I tell you what, Vala. A really cute thing right now is to have a. Is this a conversation we can have on the way? Let's go. Actually, <laughs> we should probably start this. walking. Like, yeah. That's, you didn't tell me that you were doing. We this. are walking while we were bantering. Yeah. Oh, okay. To Great. keep spirits up. Excellent. I've pulled like a scroll out of a, uh, I guess the tube I have on my yeah, you, a scroll case. Like a scroll case. A tube. A tube. <laughs> <laughs> I use my tube. <laughs> um, a Pringales tube. City of Glass, and I ask about that. What is the City of Glass? You ask Arthur. Uh Well, I'm, I suppose, would I know it? Would Quill know the City of Glass? History check? I think you've made a check on this before. Oh, have I? We'll, we'll roll it again, just in case. Uh, history, history, where is my history? Which one's history 13? You don't necessarily remember a historical place called the City of Glass, but you do know that in the aftermath of the Sundering, there was a lot of errant magic and divine power that was kind of 
just still remnant in the world. Mm -hmm. And there's always strange tales about, you know, cities or towns being turned to glass or strange towers appearing out of nowhere or oh. being shaped from the land. Um, you're not quite sure whether, yeah, it's a historical place. It could also, looking at the way that your kind of clue has been written, it, it could be a bit of a metaphor for somewhere as well. Like maybe it's not a city made of glass, but maybe something that, you know, made glass or you yeah. know, somewhere that glass was a very prominent feature of. Or just um, a shiny, shiny place. Or just, just somewhere really, shiny. yeah, exactly. Um, um, yeah, not, not something you really know 100%, unfortunately. Okay, in that case, I will ask Arvel, um, do you do you know what this city of glass is? Is that Gold Throne? Is that any of these places you've described? Not anywhere here on Savona, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, never heard of a place like that. Okay. Sorry, Quill. Well, that's a future problem. I mean, <laughs> I mean, the only the oldest place I've not I've, I went there once as a boy. There's a place north of Gold Throne called Starstone. It's an old city. It's real old. It's from uh, from the founding. It's from the prime, the age of the prime races. Okay. Uh, but I mean, I don't think that's got anything to do with glass. Uh, it's more of a, just an old city full of old things and old buildings. Hmm. Do you like old things, really? New, current. <laughs> okay. Fresh. Well, Gold Throne's got plenty of that. Yes. So. And the sorcery uh, tournaments. Yes, yes, well, yeah, yes, yeah. I imagine you'll be quite interested in those. Also, how, does, how do you deal with this um, ongoing onslaught of oppressive water that <laughs> just bears down on your souls every day? He's talking he about gets his hat and he's like, you get yourself a good hat and a good coat. Do you, Arvul, do you really think it would go? I don't care. Right. But you want to know how you deal with the rain? Good hat, good coat, good boots. It's probably a spell or something. Also, just getting over it. Just you can't get over rain. Toughening up, you it's know, far a too bit. high. You can get functional fashion. It's good for you. Hmm? It'll toughen you up. It's fine. No, it seems to be softening me and my hair. Very damp. Do you want to borrow my barrier ring? Yes, that would work. It's a shield, so. Yes. One minute. <laughs> <laughs> Very short time, but it's okay. We'll be at Armix soon, right? Uh, Actually, I think a, we're halfway I there. Mean, a day. This has been a few hours of traveling along the road. So anyway, these loud conversations as you journey down this kind of very dirt. It's, it's like a dirt path. It's, it's a road. It's not like a paved road. This is a worn, muddy path at best. Should all my heels. And it's right on the edge of the Ironwield Forest. So constantly on your uh, left-hand side as you're traveling north is this very dark looming giant forest and beyond that is the mountains rising up into the air. Okay, so when we were in Rose Hall, mm. actual village Rose Hall, mm. um, there was the wagons that were being raided that we solved sort of by dealing with Brookstone. Are there any, as we're going down the road, I know we're not too far away out of Rose Hall now, but have mm. we seen any like other travellers? Yeah, not yet, but you, I mean, you suspect, you would know that there will definitely be travellers on the road. Okay. Um, there could be merchants. I would say, Quill, you're also aware because of you being a messenger, you're kind of aware of the things like the dangers on roads. There's always the threat of banditry and monsters like to camp and keep an eye out on roads because they tend to be full of fat, wealthy merchants or travelers to break upon. Slim. Mm. So, uh, yeah, so roads are very expedient. They're much easier for traveling everywhere, but they can also be um, 
dangerous as well. The nice thing with traveling more civilized roads like this one is they're generally patrolled by the local authorities. Okay. Um, so the harvest guard, for example, would manage this road. It would be their responsibility to protect it. Hmm. Um, so. Okay. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Cool. Ironwick, cool, cool, yes? Cool, 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 cool. Mm -hmm. Ironwick. Sentry, have you Hello. considered um, just like painting yourself? Paint? Why would I paint myself? You know, just to change with the themes and the, the vibrancy of, like, gold term, for example, you could really stand out. I paint myself gold? With different patterns and stripes and, like, roses, things like that. You could paint that on you. I think she was made to look a certain way because this is the family that she represented. Yeah, this is... It's like, yeah. It's like a clan. In, yeah, in yeah. That way. Exactly. Yes, but you are you though, right? You can express yourself and then rub it off when you feel like you've changed and put another thingy on but, your face. But I'm proud of where I've come from. I'm proud of Solvin in my home. And That's I don't underneath, know why I'd but it can be hidden that. by fashion. You know, I've, I've worked hard for, you know, a lot of the markings that I've bared. You know, these are all like medals, I guess, is what you'd have. What, the scars and the dents? I've had like, like the, all these patterns swirled through my armor and on my shield, like my but ranks. The Gusthaven fashion shows, they wouldn't like dents and things like that. And I'm thinking there's potential here. Um, Are you trying to say that you want to put Sentry in a fashion imagine, show? Imagine, imagine. Uh, It'd I... be the ultimate model, <laughs> quite literally. It'd be a very specific model. <clears throat> Okay. <laughs> we put fur coats on you and things like that. Um, We'd earn a lot of money. Would we? And he makes yes. a good point, actually. We could use, make you even like more intimidating as well. Instead of fashionable, we could give you like flames. Or I, I kind of like Sentry the way she is. I agree. She looks pretty. Yes, but so it's still scary because she's, you know, made of armor and true. has an axe. Thank you, Valor. But imagine me in drab clothing. Wouldn't that be boring? I would really like to see it, actually. I mean, you wouldn't really be able to cast most of your spells, for starters. Exactly. Then again, we've all got so many different colours, you could just siphon it off all of us, I That's suppose. That's true, too. Anyway, but are we at Ironwick now? <laughs> so, I mean, you guys can keep talking as much as you want to talk. Don't feel you have to fill dead air if you just say, like, yeah, we're just going to travel and we want to get to Ironwick. Then, then no, I think the next, good. like, ten sessions is going to be this. the day. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be all yet. So. Um, you, as this, you're approaching sort of midday, um, the rain doesn't really stop, it's just drizzling the whole time. Uh, the, the clouds are overcast, it's dark and gloomy. It's England. Don't it's tell me it's very windy as well. Uh, it's quite windy. Oh, worst! Sentry, do your arms fatigue? <laughs> or can you kind of lock them in place? I don't, I don't fatigue like humans do, but the, like, the wood underneath me can shrivel and become weak if I get too cold or too hot. Would you mind awfully, and I know this is quite rude. Here we go. Oh, but could you provide a canopy with your shield and I'll walk under it? That's fine, I'm and happy to help you. can walk under it. Makes it's you all about comfortable, Valak. Then, then yes, I will, I will help you. Thank you so much. That's okay. I can see now why you were built to protect. <laughs> and also attack. Sometimes so attack. You, so, Sentry, you, you will be walking with your shield held above your head. Yeah. Okay, after about... I'm trying to think what would be reasonable here. You're a warrior. I think 20 minutes. Yeah, that's mm. a good shout. You know, you're a warrior, you're tough, but after about 20 minutes, give me a constitution saving. <laughs> Okie dokie. 
Please drop it on him. Oh, on oh, that's a zero. Oh, that's a four. With the bad weather, you can already feel the wood kind of beginning to stiffen and oh, swell, and, and uh, it's getting harder to keep this shield held aloft. Um, and you just have to drop your arm and rest it uh, for a little I'm bit. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> it's fine. I'll get a hat. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very big shield. <laughs> you, where it's you guys a really where do you guys want to try and stop for lunch? Are you going to stay out in the rainy road? I mean, the, the forest itself provides cover. It also has iron through. spiders in it. It does have iron <laughs> spiders. Don't think we forgot that. Of, there are many other things it has as yeah. well. Those are just something that I think Arvel or one of the, somebody else told you Probably about. still got some wild elves in there it's too. It's got a lot of bad stuff in there. No sloths though. No sloths. Damn it! Iron sloths. Oh. There are iron, iron, oh my God. iron badges though. <laughs> They're just sloths, but they're armor. Badges. <laughs> iron badges, yeah. Oh, oh God. Awesome. <laughs> Imagine dying to one of those. I suppose we could quickly stop for lunch. A little quick campfire. Warm up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't recommend we start a fire. We don't no. need to do that till tonight. We want to keep trucking. We can have a stop a quick cold lunch and then on our way. Yep, I concur. Keep moving. I'm gonna create dancing lights, but combine them all into an orange glow and try and make it look like the sun. It, it creates an orange glow. No mm. heat, no warmth, but part of you is so eager for warmth that you can almost feel like it is, oh, it's lovely. <laughs> is it like an SAD light? <laughs> kind of, yeah. It just makes you feel like there's heat, but there isn't. Um, yeah, you stop for a quick lunch, you have your thing. You definitely hear out in the woods this expansive, ancient forest and there is a strong smell of wet earth of this kind of yeah like ionic uh smell in the air that kind of you know like metallic metallic smell uh that you get um mm. but mixed in with leaves and foliage and you hear you hear animals you hear scuffling and scurrying out in the distance you think you can hear like a wolven a wolf's howl um but nothing attacks you during your lunch. You kind of have a quick cold lunch of of trail rations. You know, you're talking like nuts, jerkies, a little bit of bread, cornbread. Are we that marking sort of that thing. off? Uh, not yet. It'll be for the full day. Okay. Um, and then you carry on. It's around early evening when you come across the very edge. You start to see the Rosewater Lake itself. Now you'd seen it in the distance, and this is a huge lake that expands for miles, miles and miles and miles. It would probably take you, you know, a week if you walked around the whole thing. Right? Wow. This is huge, this this yeah. lake. Um, and it stretches out for miles. Um, and you can see, you know, in the very faint distance, you can see what look like little sailing boats, like kind of like little pleasure boats and stuff like that out on the surface. Um, and what almost looks like a strange glow as the night begins to fade in and the, the night gets darker and darker there is this strange green glow that seems to come up from the bottom of the lake and kind of mirrors along oh, wow. the surface um, and you it's almost in a in a, uh, a contrast to the cradle which is this multicolored spectrum of light like this aurora borealis which is above the planet yeah. um, and this green glow is is deep within the, the underneath the lake and it kind of bubbles up to the surface and, and just reflects gently um, hmm. 
and you begin to see, and you're now kind of like following the, the wood on your left and the lake on your right as you're following this, this track along. Can we see, so across, can we see Gold Throne from where we are now? Or? No, 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 you can't. Okay. No. You just see the iron wheel <laughs> stretching <laughs> out. Um, <laughs> you can see that it does become quite hilly to the sort of northwest. Um, but and then the mountains, and you know that Goldthrone is vaguely in your northwest direction, but the Iron Wheel and these hills just block that kind of. So we've come out of the woods, heading east. I can show you. And now we're going north. Uh... So this won't be vis very visible on the camera, but you've come out of uh, Rose Hall. So you're down here. This was the palace ruins, and you're now around about. Oh, so we've been here. skirting the edge. So okay. you're kind of skirting the edge of the Iron Wheel and the Heading lake. north. And then you can see Ironwick uh, just there. But Gold Throne is up here, so the, the hills and the forest would block your, block mm. your sight of it. Neato. Can I, as Quill, have a copy of that? <laughs> yeah, would Quill know? How much of this would you know? Because we did have a map and we were updating it, but okay, I don't yeah. it's gone. So, yeah, because Quill had a map, didn't he? Yeah, he, he did. Yeah. So, with all of the information the that Arvel gave you, yes. Um, for Savona, the other side of Savona, this side, yeah. pretend you okay. don't quite have that information. I mean, if you want to, I can just save it for like, if you give me one without the names yeah, on it. Yeah, I will do it at some point, yeah. I mean, I think I did give you one, but I need to sort it all out. I've got like the did big you one, lose which it, I've not Tom? updated for a while. No, I've got it. I've got it still. Where is it? I don't know. <laughs> but that was, was that not a very <laughs> that was the original area. crash site area. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think that was, that was a very small just, area. Um, I think we've already gone past. I've got the bigger parchment one that you gave me the parchment for, and I've been slowly mapping that out, but I've not had time to update it recently. Hmm. So uh, you get to the evening. Um, you haven't seen any travellers on the road, surprisingly, throughout the whole day of travelling. There doesn't seem to be any travellers coming south. Is that odd, or...? It does seem a little odd, yeah, it does seem strange. <laughs> that was Mark's, that was almost your... That is odd, isn't it, Tom Hazel? Yeah. <laughs> so that was that, that was, voice. It was a genuine, like, yeah, it, does, <laughs> it strikes you as strange that mm. you haven't seen any travellers coming south. Mm. Never. Uh, um, fountain of knowledge and uh, hope and dreams. What is the glowing from the lake. Is that normal down here? Seems to be some kind of bioluminescence. What is that? What? Bioluminescence. Mm, I don't. It's a fancy Anyone? word. Oh, I just want to say that quick. Stop it. Could be used as a <laughs> Wrong world. <laughs> Wrong fucking yeah, I mean, universe. You, you... It could be a natural occurrence from the vegetation that is in the river, the lake, or it could even be maybe a creature is in there and uses it. The whole lake is to it the whole lake. <laughs> it's it's more from the center of the lake. Um, it doesn't or, quite stretch out to the farther shores that you're on. It seems to be more in the middle of the lake. There was a spooky old ghost back there, and there's more spooky here. That's oh, thank you. <laughs> Yay! Boat, boat ghosts. Boat ghosts. Sunken Not boat a fan. ghosts. No. Arvel just shudders. Anything I is possible sure in this world. No boat ghosts. No. So you don't know what's down there at all? Or? No, I've, I've traveled this road a number of times. I've never seen the lake glow like that. Oh. Oh. So oh, that's probably great not vegetation. Sign. I've never heard of anything like that in the Rosewater before. No, I, mm. I don't know what that is. Could also be magic. Uh, sure it could be an artifact, maybe, that's fallen in there. Uh -huh. I mean, you see Tiangong, Tiangong glows every now and again. It would need again. to be a very path to radiate that much light. And they, they, keep in mind the size of this lake, like you can see it on the map, it is enormous. It's massive. So Anything's for it to possible. create a light that's reaching up high enough, it would need to be given off. Is it spanning the width of the lake? Itself. Not quite, it's, but it's large. Whatever is causing this light is a very large source. Um, what about... It's a big spoon. There's boats on the lake. 
There were during the day. Oh, they okay. seem to have now settled back in. Did they go over the glow? Um, no, they they went in before the glow started. So most boats oh, would sail out on the lake at night. Right. They don't they don't drift around. In the How about we appreciate it from a safe distance and continue to Ironwick? I agree. I guess we <laughs> can always we can always ask the folk in Ironwick what's going That's on. That's true. Like, yes. their, their whole business is the lake, so true. they might know. Well, we'll still be right by the lake when we're in Ironwick, right? Yeah. So, yeah. can we see Ironwick from here? Can yeah, that you be can. a You can lake just about problem. see, it's not very big. You can see this very small town, just as the light's beginning to fade, and I guess Quill would have the best job of this with his spyglass, which you never got back, actually. So no, you I don't know my spyglass. So you're kind of squinting, um, but you can see it's that there one is... one good eye. There's a number of, like, a cluster of small buildings, but not many of them. Um, but there are kind of very fancy-looking buildings on the very edge of the lake. And then there's more kind of rustic, homely-looking buildings as you get further inland. Ironwick looks lovely, from what I can see. <laughs> Which is very little. I think this, this is the first time we've been on this road, because we dipped into the, the Ironwood. It's the furthest you've been this far on it, yes. Yeah. You dipped into the Ironwood, lot, um, yeah. but you came out and then just came straight back. Mm. We're actually making progress. We're, uh, actually, What's that? <laughs> Going somewhere. Actually going somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, wow. I reckon we'll be there by about just after midday tomorrow, so it's not far now. How, how do the people in Ironwick uh, feel about wild elves? <laughs> well, it's like most of Savona, you're going to get mixed opinions everywhere you go. A lot of folks lost people and farms and business to the wild elves, so a lot of folks ain't going to be too happy to see Ayla, but... I mean, I'm a delight. You sure are, gal. I think you uh, are. But the main thing is, is yeah, there's a lot of folk around here that have got deep prejudice. Uh, some folks, they won't mind, they'll be open. Um, Savona's always been a pretty open-minded as best as it can, but... Uh, I can work a lot with open-minded people, but also I'm kind of just used to this now, to be honest. Yeah. Fair. It's fair. Fact is, quite honestly, almost all of you might struggle a little bit. None of you are human, none of you are dwarves. I'm blue. <laughs> yeah, you're a stranger. That's the main thing. For most folks around here, they can be a bit wary of folks they don't know, so... It's fine. Well, yeah, for such a varied group of people as well. You're definitely a strange yes. group, hmm. that's for sure. Me and Vala would probably be okay, but yeah, you might raise some eyebrows. Yeah. Anyway, try and get some sleep. Uh, who's going to be taking watch? I'll take watch. So you two? So yeah. one half, one half? Okay. Sure. Uh, who's taking first? I'll take first. You're going to take the first half? Okay. So you nestle in. Uh, there's like a small kind of cup of like, not valley, but like some hills that are just off the road and you kind of nestle in behind one of these hills trying to keep the wind off you, kind of using it as a natural windbreak. The rain doesn't stop. It continues mm -hmm. into the night. Um, and the night grows very, very quiet. You can hear the sounds of the iron wheel, this giant forest, all sorts of insects and animals, hooting of owls, uh, wolves um, growling and rustling far in the distance. Um, birds beginning to quiet down, rodents scurrying around, but also the very gently lapping of the late waves against the shore. Um, even though you're far away, you can just hear them in the distance, this soft kind of uh, lapping of water. Why don't both of you make perception checks for me, please? Eight. 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 Eight.
Ayla wakes you up and then gets some rest herself, um, going into her trance. It's around early hours of the morning. It's pitch black. Uh, the cradle kind of gives this jaint, uh, soft, you know, color shifting glow to the world around it. The stars, the countless millions of stars above, uh, shine down gentle starlight. Um, when you see something approaching on the road, uh, you're just slightly off the road, but you're kind of keeping watch, and you can see a lone figure on a horse is making their way down, and they appear to be holding a lantern in one hand, and just, just this soft clopping of this enormous armoured war horse. <laughs> and you can see the figure is dressed all in black plate mail, um, with a big hood over their head, ring they're just carrying Definitely this... Ring ring. this lantern, this kind of silvered lantern which is casting a dull greenish glow as they just Dead. And it just seems to be coming towards you. Okay. It's gonna pass right by your camp on the road. Okay, can I nudge Ayla? You nudge Ayla? Come on, I just need to sleep. I just need really watching. Sorry, really sorry Ayla, there's there's a guy. It's been about an huh? hour into your trance. Can I look over and do I see the same thing then? Is he yeah, getting you, really close to us? Or yeah, and, and um, you look up and are you are you trying to stay hidden or are you just like poking mm, your head out onto just, the road like, mm, what's going on? Like craning your neck. I don't want to be obvious about it. Yeah. Stealth checks then. Okay. I'll do one as well. Um, Hot nat 20 oh, on that dang. one. 22. Ooh. Okay, so Ooh. the two of you actually... Um, Sentry, you kind of like lay down and let your natural kind of foliage coming out of your head and the green cloak kind of disguise you, kind of camouflage you against the green hills. Um, Ayla, you kind of slip into like a little bit of shrubland and rely on your kind of natural training as a wild elf to just kind of let you blend away. Um, and you just hear this. And then as the figure comes close, they kind of crane their neck and this lantern casts this green glow over the camp and you can see the figure kind of watch for a moment as it begins looking around. And then he slides off the horse. You hear this armored boots crunch down onto the earth, big long black cape. And now as he's drawn closer, you can see it's a male figure. Um, you can't really see much of their face. They have this deep cowl, but you can just see this kind of strong jawline with a short bit of beard. And their armor is engraved with thorns and rose kind of patterns all up and down their armor as he makes his way over and is kind of looking around the camp. Seems to be looking at it suspiciously. I'm gonna step out. The, the lantern spins around and you hear a sh like half-drawn blade kind of at the side, like, who's there? No need for that. What is a wild elf doing lurking in the in the bushes near this camp? Resting here. You're with these people? Yes. Puts it down for a second. But he can see that the hand is still on the kind of... <coughs> right, I got, I've still got my hammer, like, over my shoulder. Looks around. <laughs> and then he kind of, the lantern light flickers on where Sentry is. There's another with you. Who are you? Stand up. Hello, I'm, I'm Sentry. And as the, the green glow kind of reflects off your silvery form, a guardian. Oh, very well, wild elf. I thought that there might be more of your number, that you might be trying to trick me, but if you're traveling with a guardian, then I certainly have some questions. 
And why would our number concern you? We're only travellers. My job, my duty is to watch these roads. There's often a lot of attacks on these roads. In fact, the reason I've been travelling south is because there's been a number of caravans that have gone missing. They've never reached Rose Tall and they never returned to Ironwick. So I was sent to ensure that they were, well, see what was going on. And did you find out what was going on? No, I've only just set out. I've just been making my way to Rose Hall tonight when I encountered this strange group on the road. Are just travelling to Ironwick? Hmm. I cast this glow. And you can see he puts it down and then he brings a hand to his chest and he clutches a symbol, which is a lantern with a single star in the centre. He clutches this amulet and he whispers under his breath, um, give me a perception check just to see if you catch it, the two of you. 13? 12. You catch something along the lines of um, spirit guide, tell me if these people are what they seem to be. And then he kind of closes his eyes and opens them again. Uh, well, you do not appear to be creatures of the night or monsters in disguise. You seem to be keeping an eye on your camp. So I will leave you to it. What's your lantern? What does what did that do? Ah. I've never seen one of those before. It's a strange green glow. I suppose you are strangers to this land. A guardian, and perhaps have you recently awoken? I have. I'm well beyond my time, I believe. Yes, I know of your kind. I've studied them. I am a servant of Kilara, goddess of death. It is my responsibility to watch these roads, to lead wayward travellers to safety. Uh, sometimes we are employed to investigate uh, strange occurrences such as vanishing caravans. I see. Mm. This is enough to wake us up. Yeah, would they have woken up hearing this? Or I think still be? He's, I guess he's, he's his voice is quite noise. soft. He's keeping his voice, like I'm speaking normally for the audience, but he's kind of not whispering, but keeping his voice quite soft. Um, so unless you want to wake them up, I think that, you know, he's kind of a little bit away from where you're sleeping. He was just kind of casting it over you. Doesn't seem to have woken you guys up yet. I suppose there's enough yeah. ambient noise to cover all of it as well. Yeah, there's like, yeah, you hear like the sounds of, of insects. And also you guys, this is like, you know, six, five, six hours into your sleep. So you're pretty, pretty deep asleep at this point. Only four. So he's, is he travelling towards Ironwick or he was heading. He was heading towards Rose Hall. Towards Rose Hall, yes. Okay. Um, he looks around. There have been some strange things of late. The lake's strange glow. Yeah. There have been some reports of missing children. And then he seems, oh, that's a good point. He sees Valor and he kind of eyes her a little bit strangely. Have you had much trouble? With your young friend. Actually, yes. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, yes, there have been a, a, a number of disappearances over the last few weeks. Girls with dark hair, about her age. You should be careful. Yeah, we actually just had to rescue her ourselves. Are you from <laughs> being taken You don't from know us. this. I'm glad that she has such starward protectors by her side, Guardian. Oh, it was no mean fee, I can tell you. <laughs> My order has always held your uh, kind, I suppose, in high order. Um, you've performed many great services to Erois. 
And that is something I understand very well. Uh, um, forgive me. My name is Eben. I'm a knight of the Black Rose. Of the Blackened Rose. Blackened Rose. <laughs> that? He's been pencil. writing everything we've been saying. A knight of the When world. Quill sleeps, Black Tom writes rose. notes. Blackened Rose. I am a servant of Kilara, goddess of death. Lovely to meet you. I do not wish to wake your companions. I do. I should be on my way to check on Rose Hall. Have you come from there? Yes. And all was well. There's no travelers on the road that we came across the whole way here, which has seemed odd. Yes, people have been unwilling from Kala's rest and uh, where I was sent. And when I passed through Ironwick, people seemed reluctant to send any more wagons south. Uh, too many have gone missing. Uh, most haven't returned or reported back, so they were unwilling to send more. Um, so it is my job to investigate. Uh, contact the field, the field marshal there and send word back. Mm -hmm. Because Katie wasn't here when you did the wagon stuff. Well, they didn't really do the wagon didn't, stuff. He didn't really do anything. No. Just making sure that I didn't. And I think Ayla either. wasn't there, so it doesn't I make sense. So that I wouldn't Ayla know. Would know. No. Okay. Mm. Um, yeah. I just want to make sure. <laughs> I think it was more that we figured out that there was something to do with the wagons because of the Brookstones. Yeah, I think we okay. found out it was Brookstone that was doing that. That was causing Because we stopped Brookstone. Yeah. Right. But Ayla didn't know that. I don't know. Yeah. Was that fact or was that hearsay? I'm going to leave that to you guys. I'm not going to tell you if that's what you think as I characters. I feel like we would have come to a natural conclusion because it stopped when the Brookstones were arrested. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I just can't remember if it was something that was confirmed, like, yep, I did it, I was doing it, you got me, they're going to stop now. No. Or if it was like... I think it was you, you came to a, a logical conclusion. Logical. I would know the logical conclusion then. Sure. Okay. How many uh, children have been disappearing? It's not an investigation I have been assigned to myself, a uh, rumour I've been hearing. There was a, <coughs> a, a couple in Ironwick, um, a beast walker and a man from Goldthrone. He was looking for his daughter. I think she was helping him. Uh, they happened to mention it to me in passing. Uh, I believe that there's been a slew, perhaps six, six girls have gone missing over a few weeks, all from all around Savona. Still missing? Yes, sadly. Interesting. I can only pray that, that if they are dead, that their souls have been guided beyond the cradle, and if they are still alive, that they find rescue soon. Hmm. Mm. It's interesting, someone of, of this exact nature it explains careful. a lot, though. You should be careful. There are many threats out there. Uh, the dead that still walk to the remnant, beasts, monsters in the night. It's a dangerous world down here. Not that I need to tell you that, Wild Elf. Yes, we've just come across a, an interesting spirit. Yeah. A spirit? At Rose Hall. Lady, lady in white. I'm afraid that princess. I am not normally. I do not normally walk these roads. I came here uh, a few months ago, but a spirit, you say? Mm. That is something that the Order of the Black and Rose cannot stand. Each spirit must pass beyond the cradle peacefully. She's very dangerous. Thank you for the warning. I will investigate. Take extreme care. I will. I will not take any action if I cannot handle it myself. I will call for more of my brethren to put the spirit to work. Very sensible. <laughs> he murmurs in his sleep. <laughs> it's been over four hours, right? No. I thought you said it was like six hours. Oh, it was hours. over four hours, so yes, actually Lucian would, Lucius would potentially be out of his trance. I'm pretending. 
Okay, yeah, yeah. But if you want to uh, wake up and join, you'd be doing light activity at this point. I'm lightly pretending to trance. Okay, <coughs> sure. Listening in. Okay. Can we tell that he's pretending to trance? Sure, you can make a uh, perception check. I kind of want to. Put one eye open. Fourteen. Eight. <laughs> Give me a deception. <laughs> or performance, actually. I think performance would be more acting. Yeah, they've probably been spotted. <laughs> it's just like... Yeah. He yeah, he, has like, well, he like one uh, opens one eye on occasion. Every now and then, <laughs> every now and then he giggles. <laughs> you see Lucius. Um, yeah, this uh, this Eben just kind of says, "Well, I won't keep you from your rest much longer. Uh, just be careful. Um, if you reach Einwick, uh, just yeah, be safe. I will report back to them when I know that the roads are safe once again." Are there many of you on this, these roads? No, there are very few of Knights of the Black and Rose. We are mainly sent out from our temples and uh, come to places where we're needed. Uh, my predecessor, uh, he passed on. He was quite elderly and became sick, so I have come to replace him. It's my job now to walk these roads, to offer safety and to guide those that lose their path back to civilization. That's a very noble cause. It is. Certainly nothing compared to the service my goddess performs for all living things. It is my honor to be able to do this. He just Safe gives you a travels. nod. Safe travels to you all. Um, Bye. And he just, he looks over. Goodbye. And he just like looks. <laughs> like, as if he knew you were awake the whole time. What? Um, He's in your head. And you just hear him kind of <laughs> puts one foot in the stirrup, straight back up onto his horse light kind of tap and then the horse just plods along slowly this dull green glow just fading down the road as he continues on his way i liked him he was cool yeah he was really nice, nice. Guy. he was terrifying <laughs> lucius oh no you're awake i've been have awake. you heard it the whole time yes i was listening to the whole thing very stealthily <laughs> getting good at that yeah you might um yeah okay yeah I'm going to let that one slide, yeah. For a man who's devoted his life to protecting others, he doesn't seem so approachable. No. I think he needs to update his clothing. Oh, with the clothing again. <laughs> I'm just Lucious. saying, he looked, he hid his face. <laughs> he had a green glowing lantern like a ghost. We saw a man very similar to that who was dead. I'm just saying, it just, it's, I wouldn't go to him and say, guide me home, please. He'd be terrifying. He's got a war horse. This is the theme. Though. Yeah, but he's got to protect them against whatever else is on the road, so he needs to intimidate that. Maybe like an orange glow instead of a green one. Nah. Goddess of death as well? Sounds fun. Sounds good. Anyway. Lore! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lots of lore. Anyway. Was um, that Mark's WhatsApp message earlier? I've just done a thing! <laughs> Um, yeah. But yeah, you, I, well, I, I told, I posted it in the group earlier because I yeah. thought it was a cool concept. It is a cool concept. It's also, concept. yeah, it, like the fact that these nobody knows what's going on with these roads and all these kids are going missing. Like, it makes sense that one it's of interesting them is now though that to patrol it. Mm. there's like six or seven girls that have gone missing. Yeah, Nova's asleep. Nova's so asleep at me. The well. rest of the evening passes without incident. And no. wake up in the morning, rare. the rain. <laughs> Stop. Oh. <laughs> it is icy cold. It is freezing cold at this point. Okay. Uh. And we're damp as well. Yes. Mm. You think if you go another night without proper equipment and rest, 
you're gonna start suffering penalties. Mm. So this would, this would be your third night. If you spend um, another night, yeah, Iron Wick, midday. So you'll yeah. reach Iron Wick just before. Everybody up. Basically, anything more than two days without proper equipment in miserable conditions, you'll start to lose maximum hit points. Your right. maximum hit points will go down. Mm -hmm. So just as a heads up, that's how that works. I'm shaking over a week. We've got to go. I'm so cool. Up you met, go. We met a, met a cool person last night, Nova. Bella yawned. I am not a morning person. Get it! <laughs> 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 yeah, like everybody, everybody just is like, <laughs> I want to go. Let's go. That's not how our Cobra wake each other up, Lucius. How do they? What's the. Is there like to? a call? Um, it's kind of like, um... Does <laughs> one of you take turns to... I guess I'll what do does it like, sound like a really, really pleasant kind of like... Yeah, just like a nice, kind of like an alarm a on a song. phone. Yeah, like a bird song. Yeah, yeah. well, like a bird song. Yeah. It's, it's a, a bird, bird song. song. <laughs> but I mean... Can you like wake really us up that way every day? Um, You're banned from waking up, GT. No, oh, I agree. Well, I you think need to that get was up. that she agreed, but you I don't know. You need to get up before the rest of us to do that beautiful song. True, I mean... I do, I, just, I do wake up pretty early as it is, but you guys, you sleep like four hours. Yes. I can't I can't. Do you guys that. not get tired? Absolutely, but that's only if we don't trance. Nova's fallen back to sleep. Nova! Cool. Nova! Nova! <laughs> Elves and guardians are cool. Maybe we could crush you down and make you into a little, like, sentry stone, and what? we can build an armor piece around you. No. Sorry? Like, no. I've had... A weird trance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had a weird dream about a man in black. It was real. What? Mm? He was here. Yeah. Sorry? Yeah. There was a guy in black. He was very intimidating, very cool. Guy in black. Lots of armor. Patrolling the roads. Yeah. Like all in armor. And he had a big horse with glowy eyes. You were asleep. I am very confused, fella. I had, I had a dream. Um, what happened? Do you often have dreams and then. It... Just a man was on the road. I just watched him walk. And he cast like a light, and then he went. He did a he did a spell that? to test if we were all goodies. Oh. So maybe that got into your dream, maybe. Maybe. The spell. Yeah. Sorry, hang on. Was all of this a dream, or did this actually happen? Oh, it, oh, happened. No, it, happened. it happened. It happened, and I'm confused because Vala was asleep. Vala, how often do your dreams actually happen? Very often. I don't know. Like, Not don't very know. often, but well, like I mean, the like, fact that no, like sometimes I think you know, I just I don't know. Like, I don't dream things that happen, but sometimes I have a dream that relates to stuff, I guess, sometimes. I had a but I think, like, maybe I woke up, like, Corin and Yusuf used to say that I would wake up and maybe I kind of imagined it, or I it woke up is. and saw something, yes. and then I thought it was a dream. Yes. I, had a, I had a dream once where I was trying maybe to Lucius, like, you know, people laughing at me, and it was, it was, it was really, it was a bad dream. But I had that a couple happen. times. No, it never happened, I'm just saying. Get dreams, sometimes they happen, sometimes I'll they don't. Lie. I keep having nightmares about ghosts. Well, that one happened. That's understandable. That makes sense. Yeah. But, yeah. but Valor wasn't awake, and that just happened, and that's a bit odd. Well, maybe it's like what Lucius said. If he cast a spell, maybe that kind of woke me up, like half woke me up or something? Or like got into your... Into your subconscious. Subconscious. Oh, yeah, maybe he's She's been, a bit like, more awake. Dreams. She's saying words. Mm -hmm. <laughs> She's alive. All right, let's go. I think you would have liked that guy. You probably would have asked like tons of questions. Tell me all about him. On the walk, 
to Iron Week. Is that yes. sarcasm? On the wall. Is that my woody sarcasm? Here you go. Because if it is, I'm real proud. One roll. One roll. One roll. Nice. It's like a roll with like cheese and like chopped up like chorizo kind of thing. It's like a corn roll, like a cornbread roll. Got his seasoning. Nope. That's okay. There's your breakfast roll. Thank you. Yep, there's, one for, you. there's one for you. There's one for you. One for Valor. You, would you like one, Sentry? I know you don't normally eat, but I know you can. Well, I'll take one then today. There you go. I'll make one Thank extra you. one. We'll be there by yeah. midday, right? By midday. So let's get breakfast. We can restock. It's fine. Let's get breakfast. Um, so yeah, so mark off one trail ration for everybody. I did that already. Excellent. I did that the night, yeah. Yeah, Excellent. so it counts, right? Um, the other thing as well is, unless you have water skins, which I think most of you do have, or have something equivalent to, um, with water skins you can carry like four days of water tops. Mm. Okay, so you have had to rely on like drinking Rainwater. out of somebody else's like water skin the whole way. Avil, uh, well, can I borrow your sippy cup again? Yeah. Sippy cup. And just hands it to you. It's a good thing we're near. We've been near plenty of rivers lately. Oh, you haven't been. And also, Arvel is drinking some sort of like liquor bottle. On the <laughs> like, side. That's his other thing. Is he's like <laughs> when you drink his water, he's like. But he's a dwarf. Onwards to Iron Wick. Yeah. So, I'm gonna tell Nova all about that, and I'm gonna pull her to the side and tell her about the fact that seven, six or seven girls have gone missing. Okay. But I don't want Vala to hear that. Okay. So you just tell yeah. Nova. Okay. Did you tell him about Lady Vale? Huh? So when we recovered Valor, um, and and we interrogated the bookstore. I think Ayla was there. Girl. I wasn't there. Ah, uh, she <laughs> mentioned a contact called Lady Vale, um, in Goldthrone. <laughs> um, she offered ten thousand gold for Valor. Yeah, like I I know that this kid is there's something with her. But, but, but the thing is, there's a contact. So if we see this guy again, we should tell him because then they'd be able to at least trace the trail back to Goldthrone. True. Maybe that's where the girls are. Yeah, it's just extra confirmation that Vala is definitely the one that they're looking for. Oh yeah, that's not in question, but we should do, we should tell as many people as possible so that they can maybe try and find this, these girls. We should tell people that we trust. It's hard to trust people out here. Well, it seems like this Order of the Black and Rose are pretty trustworthy. He says there's not many of them, though. Well, perhaps we can leave a note for him at, at the at Ironwick. You said he came from there, right? Yes. So he must have an agency or something or someone who employed him. We can leave a note for him, perhaps, and he can spread word or continue his investigation. We can try, but I think that if six or seven girls have gone missing and they haven't been found yet, that's a that's still going on. So as you kind of finish up, or as you're having this conversation, you've been traveling the morning, um, the weather is abated, but you still get this, there's a now fresh smell, fresh water smell from this lake, kind of that smell of fish, like a fishing lake kind of thing, m m mixes with the, the foliage smell. And you begin to see Ironwick, it's a small town. There's no formal wall, there's no formal defences, it's mainly just clusters of buildings um, with a kind of almost like a row, like a street of buildings along the lakeside and then a few more buildings outside. You begin to see on the outskirts things like lumber yards, 
primarily. You don't see a lot of farms around here, though. There's maybe like an orchard um, kind of nestled away in the back, but it's mainly lumberyards. And as you near it, you begin to see the kind of town center, and there is some sort of commotion. You can see that there are a bunch of kind of um, dwarves and humans, and they are currently having some sort of loud argument with a man who looks to be in his 40s, uh, maybe like uh, like late 40s. And you can see like salt and pepper kind of black, black and white hair. He looks exhausted. He's got big deep bags under his eyes. His, his features are sunken. Um, his eyes are red like he's been crying um, and he's kind of hunched up. And he's wearing not quite wizard's robes, but definitely he gives you the impression of somebody who has arcane skill. Um, and next to him, you see, at first you're not, you're, you almost don't think that it's right what you're seeing. You see a woman with very long, very muscular looking legs. Um, and she's wearing a thick pair of armored plated boots. And, and her legs almost look slightly strange, like she has really long feet kind of half on, like she's standing on her toes, but her feet are elongated and her toes are, are much longer. Um, and she's wearing extremely tight leather trousers with a small hole just above her butt where a fluffy tail is poking out, like a little rabbit's tail. And then she has a very tight kind of um, athletic looking body top. You can see like with a little bit of leather armor, long, long white hair, and then two enormous rabbit ears sticking out the top of her head. Like and and she's, she looks very much like a Fiera from, uh, from Final Fantasy. And um, she is stood in front of this guy with one arm and she's kind of keep protecting him from everybody else. But the, the gathered crowd are like, Listen, you're, we know it's your people responsible, beast, beast walker. Get the fuck out of here. You're, you're stealing from us. We ain't going to take it. And she's like, I am not, I'm not responsible. And she's like trying to argue and say like, it's not us. Look, I'm just here to do the job. I'm just a bodyguard. Blah, blah, blah. And, and you can see the man is like, please, please, friends. I just want to find my girl. Please. It's not Santa. She's been with me the whole time. I don't know what, what who's stolen what, but it's, it's, I need her, please. And you can hear this kind of conversation going on um, as you guys are approaching into the town itself. And Arvel's kind of like, well, this is what I mean. Folks around here, they don't take kindly to strange folks. Um, oh, and he's about to get a whole lot <coughs> stranger. Yes. Is anyone, as we're walking through, are anyone kind of having second glances at Varlin? So, as you get closer, um, a few people do clock her, and then there is a kind of, not look of disgust, but look of like, who the fuck are these guys from oh. a lot of the gathered crowd. As soon as the man, this kind of like tragic, you know, very sad looking man sees Valor, there is a brief moment of hope in his eyes. And he just, he looks, he's like, Estelle, Estelle. And then he like seems to realize it's not who he thinks it is. And Santa kind of, uh, this, this, uh, this bunny woman kind of looks around and sees him and she kind of is like, I'm sorry, Galen, it's, it's not her. Um, uh, We'll find her though, we'll find her. And then she kind of gives you guys a nod and kind of gives you a thing like, listen friends, you probably don't want to stick around here, these folks, and then they're just like, you know, the argument picks up again. Um, uh, do we, do I, does any, well, do I know <laughs> what she is? Yeah, so all of you know what she is, she's a beast walker. Okay. Um, so this is a race that was born into a very much like Aracocra. They were born into the world after the Sundering by one of the gods, by the god Atelicus, known as the Earth Warden. Okay, so Sentry doesn't know. Sentry wouldn't know these guys. The rest of you would. 
Um, Ayla, the wild elves in particular have kind of a kinship with beast walkers because they tend to live in the same forest. There's sometimes a bit of competition with the more aggressive tribes, but beast walkers are generally seen as children of Atelicus, and most wild elves see Atelicus as a god that they favor. So there's kind of that mutual respect and understanding of like, hey, we love the land, you love the land too. Let's all love Yay. the land together. But they're also pretty cunning. A lot of people treat them as being quite simple because they're, a lot of them are, because they they kind of live in the wilds and they're beast basic. You know, they're kind of like beasts. Yeah. But they're a lot more cunning than people give them credit for because they're like animals, they can be clever as well. Um, okay. And you can see that she has, you know, her, the rest of her body is quite, quite athletic, but her legs are incredibly muscular. Like they seem like, you can see these like rippling muscles in these tight trousers. And then her boots are heavily armored. Like you can see like metal plates all along the fronts of her shins. Um, and she's just kind of holding like the guy back. And she's just, she's kind of turning to him and they're trying to have a conversation and like the crowd are like, get out of here. Like, you know, like, and one dwarf in particular, he, he's kind of got like a sandy beard, short sandy hair, and there are three girls behind him, like teenage girls. A dwarf girl, a tiefling girl, and a human girl. And this man is just like, the, 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 they, they've been taking things from my, my, my store for, for the last few days. I know it's you, I know it's you, Beast Walker. And he's like, you know, stammering and pointing at her aggressively, like, my, my, my girl saw you. Uh, and. And the girls are like, well, we don't know if it was her, Bodwin, but we saw one of their can. It was with the big rabbit ears, and they're kind of like trying to, you know, well, you can see that they're accusing this woman of stealing from them. Um, as you, like, pull into the town, more and more eyes begin to kind of drift your way, and one of them, a, uh, a human, drunk, surly-looking drunk in, like, a blacksmith's apron, sees Ayla, and he's like... This one's working with them wild elves. Look, it's one of them right now. You fucking wild elf. And he's like half cut already. And you can see he's got like a bottle of drink. And he's got like blacksmith's gear, but most of it's missing. He's just got like one hammer and a pair of clippers. And he's just like, it's them. They did it. And you, the crowd now it. kind of turns on all of you. What? Okay, good. Well, like they, as in like they like turn and fully regard you all now. Hey, don't listen to the drunken man. We're travelers from Rose Hall. We're just trying to get to Gold Throne. And like, you can see Arvel's like, listen, listen to my good bird friend here. We're just traveling okay, through. Friend. We want some supplies, a, a bed for the night. That's all we want. We don't want any trouble. I'm a delight. <sighs> He's a delight. I was going to say, give me persuasion with advantage, but now it's just going to be a normal persuasion check. <laughs> <laughs> As Ayla is stood there with this massive fucking hammer, I'm a delight. Uh, so not with disadvantage then? No. Um, persuasion, that's 19. Okay, 19. They kind of like murmur themselves, and uh, one of them, this, uh, this kind of general, like this you know, blonde dwarf with a stammer, so you're not with, with, with the beast walker? Beast, we, I mean, we yeah, just, just got here. All right, I g guess. Uh, if y'all ain't just just arrived, then, then then that's no problem. You most of this stuff's been happening anyway. Uh, so, uh, What's been happening? Yeah. Sorry. Don't nothing. Just some b b business. Uh, some some th thievery by their kind. And she he points again at this lady, and she's like, for the last time, it's not me. 
Look, I know you've had problems with people from the burrows, but I come from Goldthrone. I've traveled here with Galen. I was here before all of this, any, any of this started. Um, and you can see the crowd are kind of like murmuring to themselves. Um, Goldthrone, you see? Yeah, that's right. That's where me and Galen came from. Um, his daughter's his daughter went missing a few weeks ago. Oh, I'm so sorry. He hired me to try and track her down. Jeez. I know that she and she's now she, this woman kind of turns it back on the crowd. Like, I know that she came here, and none of you have given us any information. It, somebody's hiding something from us. Estelle's here, or she was, and the crowd now seems to get defensive back, and they're kind of like, we we don't know anything about that. You're the the thief around here. Oh, hang on, sorry, do you, is there any evidence? And you can see Valerie is now like clutching to sentry, like kind of nervous at this gathering tension. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you asking the, is, the If there's the any dwarf? evidence of her doing it or... Well, n- n- Mark, he points and he says, uh, he points to uh, the tiefling girl, who you can see has bright red skin, curved horns above her head, black curly hair, dressed in kind of like peasant girl kind of clothing. Zanna here, she, she, she saw uh, one, one of these rabbit folk uh, breaking into my, my store, my wares, the other night. Uh, he ran off, she, the bunny ran off before we could catch him. Sorry, you just said he. That was, that was Mark. Okay. okay. So did you see her? Well, no, but it's, it's, if it's not her, it's one of her people. So why Just because they're the same her? kind of people doesn't mean that she's got anything to do with it. There's like a... Among the crowd. I'm a wild elf, I know this very well. Yeah, so, wild elf Quill's, Quill's one I have a delight. <laughs> why don't you and you both make persuasion checks for me and see how much you can help Quill. Because Quill's the one kind of making the main argument and then you're trying to... Uh, make three! Him. Oh my Eight. god. Eight. <laughs> so you just make me a straight persuasion and that you're going to get no help from this. Oh no. Uh, the seven. Now, why are you so quick to def- d- d- defend her, huh? You you just said you don't know this woman. Well, no, I don't. I just don't want the wrong person to go for any crimes that you might might have been committed here. Well, I, 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 are you a l- lawman? No. Th- then I guess it's none of your business. I suppose. If you punish the wrong person, though, the actual thief is still out there and might steal again. There's another. Give me a persuasion check. Mm. Fourteen. Fourteen. There's a general kind of murmuring, and this time an elderly looking dwarf woman, grey hair, piercing blue eyes, spectacles, kind of comes out of the crowd. She just kind of looks around. She's Bodwin, get you and the girls back to the store. The rest of you, get out of here. Come on. What is this, a circus? Finally. None of you, all of you strangers, you stay right there. Well, I would like to purchase something. Well, this is my town, Mr. Sky Elf. You You ain't gonna be purchasing nothing until I decide that you're allowed. That doesn't make any sense, but okay, sure. I'm the field warden here. What I say goes. Oh, oh, field warden, did you get my note? Uh, a bird would have brought it. Like, maybe a few days ago, it mentioned about, like, some fugitives coming to Ironwick. I addressed it to a field warden, but I, I, I wasn't the harvest, you know, I, I don't know if it got here. One of the locals did bring me a message carried by a bird. That was for me! Hi, I'm Nova. 
It was a pleasure. We didn't have no fugitives come, and to be honest, I wasn't quite expecting to trust the word of a, a bird messenger. <laughs> Understandable. Uh, we actually caught up with the fugitives, um, and we took them back to um, Rose Hall. Rose Hall? Is that where we did? Y'all have come from <laughs> Rose Hall, you say? Yeah. yeah we only you didn't have any trouble on the roads? No, not at all. Hmm. Interesting. Were we meant, well, is, is there any trouble on the roads? Been a lot of trouble on the roads. Caravans and wagons going missing, that sort of thing. A fella from that Order of the Black and Rose came through to deal with it, sent from Callie's Rest. My name is Missy Steele Eye. I'm the field marshal here. Galen, Santa, you stay right there as well. Now, as you can see, things are a little tense in Ironwick. Had a lot of things happen. Now, this man, she points at this wizardy looking human. Mr. Sands here claims his daughter's his daughter's been taken, and his beast walker friend claims that she was brought here. Now, as far as I understand, this woman has a bit of a reputation as a bounty hunter, so I'm willing to take a little faith that what she says is true, but my people say they haven't seen nothing, and I'm inclined to believe. Now I appreciate what you said. We can't let the real perpetrator get away. If there's thieves, we want to catch the right people. I don't want no thieving in my town. This town thrives on tourism. I don't want any rumors about no thieves going free around here, much to what the people might say. So, as far as I'm concerned, you can stay here. That goes for you as well, Galen, Santa. But consider yourselves on close watch, all right? I yeah. feel so welcome hmm. in this tourist-enhanced town. We don't plan to stay for too long. We're on the way to Gold. You have through. come at a particularly bad time. I can assure yeah. you the views of the lake are still just as plentifully, plentifully beautiful as they normally are. <laughs> <laughs> you want to try that one again, yeah. Stevie? Plentiful, plentifully <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> I particularly you like I'll be, taking no, I'll be taking less lip like that, thank you very much. It's <laughs> a really nice uh, green glow on yeah. that, that old lake there. Healthy. As soon as you say that, <laughs> she stiffens a little and you can see, she says, well, that is just a natural phenomenon that is being caused by some sort of algae at the bottom of the lake. It's nothing to worry about. Can I inside check? Yeah, absolutely you can. Ooh, I mean, you all can, because Arvel said that he's never seen it before, so everyone can make an insight check. No! no. 19. <laughs> Is that with just with any bonus? Oh. Uh, that's One! Yeah, 14. 20. 14, Eight. 20. Arvel yeah. loves everything. Six. Six. So everybody, I'll make one for Arvel and Vala as well. So everybody except Lucius, Sentry and Arvel. I mean, you don't pick up on it. It's not that you believe her, but you just don't pick up on this uh, tenseness. Mm -hmm. The three of you, Lucius, Sentry, and, Ar and Arvel, yeah, I mean, there is clearly something that isn't right. Like, Arvel's already said that he's never seen it before, but also the way that she stiffened up as soon as it was mentioned makes you think that she's worried about it. It's not necessarily that she's hiding something, but this green glow is something that she's worried about. Okay. Um, and she's just like, well, that's nothing to worry about now. Uh, plenty of views, I mean, we don't allow boats out on the lake at night anyway, it's dangerous. There are some critters in the lake that come out at night, so you make sure you don't go swimming on a late night dip, please. And uh, now, if you need to be somewhere for a place to stay, uh, the Traveler's Lodge, it's called the Coral Vase. It's just over on the lakeside over there. It's those lovely little row of buildings. You need some supplies. The Acorn Bale is owned by 
Mr. Bodwin, that was the blonde dwarf with the stammer that you saw earlier. I'd give him a few hours to calm down if I were you. He's been having some real turn of bad luck, getting a lot of thieves in his area, and he is ready to pop. He is ready to storm off after the iron burrows and go take all of those beast walkers uh, to back to the dark beyond. Do you sell uh, winter clothing? Cold clothing? He will have some winter clothing, yes, of course, sir. He will absolutely have that. Um, if you need any things that a blacksmith would deal with, I'm afraid you're a bit out of luck. How local smith is uh, well, dead drunk. Yeah, certainly is that. Uh, trying to sober him up, but nothing you know what? He was. wasn't. Nice. Delight. <laughs> is that a recent occurrence? Much unlike blacksmith? our good friend here. No, he's hey. been like that for years. Ever since, ever since the iron run out, he's been having a hard time. Down iron on his luck. Without Turns iron. Indeed. But anyway, just be careful. Um, Did this town have any dealings with uh, the Brookstone family? He did <coughs> the Brett Brookstone? Yeah. I mean, he would send his iron up this way. Uh, I mean, he would just send it on to Goat Throne. I'd normally do the usual, uh, charge a small tax for his men to pass through. Okay. But nothing major, why? No, just, just wondering, just... Uh, well, I suppose if you've come like from Rose Hall, it's... Drunker. <laughs> I suppose if you've come through Rose Hall, you're obviously, you must have heard of the Brookstone. He's about to get dead. <laughs> anyway. Alcohol poisoning. <laughs> I will leave all of y'all to your business, but do keep in mind what I said. Got a close eye. If any of you are up to no good, We'll find out about it. You she just tips, worry about tips the spec spectacles and then turns around and shuffles off uh, into uh, one of the Ayla's local buildings. Ayla's going to grin at her as she goes like... We'll take, I think, actually, we'll take a break there and then yeah. we'll jump back in straight away. Cool. So break, break for Kate. Lovely. Break for Kate. Very cool. Break for Kate. See you in five. See you in five. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of High Rollers. Make sure you check out D&D Beyond with the link in the description. Search High Rollers D&D wherever you want to follow us. We're probably on there. And also remember to check out store.yogscast.com and use the code High Rollers to get 10% off any purchase. That's High Rollers, all caps, no space in between. Anyway, we'll be back on Thursday for part two where we start to explore the town of Ironwick. Mm -hmm.